district play is here in high school football. And someone else is also here with us. WSET's Dave Walls. Back with us once again here in the fast lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. Dave, district play. Do you feel the intensity meter cranking up a little bit for high school football in our area? Uh, without question, uh, this is, the uh, I think, for a lot of teams, going to be the real measuring stick this first game. We've got several matchups with some undefeated teams going at it. Heritage and Jefferson Forest is a good one. Uh, my game of the week is Brookville uh, hosting Rustburg tonight with two teams who, uh, you know, Rustburg is off to a hot start. They're undefeated. Brookville, you know, they've uh, they've had some time off to rest, recuperate, and, and fix some things. They got a nice win over Halifax County, who admittedly is struggling, but Brookville did all the things right. And now uh, have they learned enough during this uh, bye week to uh, piece it all together? There's a couple really interesting matchups tonight that I'm looking forward to seeing and yeah whenever you see a, a district opponent on on your schedule that intensity does get cranked up a little bit more so it should be a good one tonight yes it should be a good game this evening and we'll start off selfishly of course with the one you mentioned uh to start your rundown of what we expect in district play which is the heritage pioneers at the jefferson forest cavaliers presented by trostlaw.com on the virginia's talk station app 100.9 fm virginia talk radio network.com or just ask Alexa or Google Home like my five-year-old twin boys now know how to do. Stream WIQO Radio. How much of a barometer is this for Jefferson Forest to get an idea of how ready they are to contend for a spot toward the top of the district against, well, one of the teams that's been there regularly, Brad Bradley's Pioneers? Yeah, I think this is a tremendous opportunity for Jefferson Forest to um... – a lot of us who have gotten a chance to look at them in the in the preseason and now in the early goings, you know, have uh, appreciated the fact that they've won, maybe not by the margins that they necessarily should have last week against Halifax County in the rain. You know, they were able to take care of business, but they've got the physical potential uh, to really make some noise and find themselves near the top of the Seminole District standings. But again, you know, as uh, the great philosopher Rick Flair once said, you have to be the man, woo, you've got to beat the man and heritage year in and year out is just there you know they uh, they don't necessarily rebuild they just seem to reload the brad bradley's able to bring young players up quickly and even when they i didn't think they necessarily looked their best in the preseason here they are stringing together some wins doing what they have to do to beat how uh appomattox last week in the rain uh and then uh, they've been able to find uh be able to find some yardage and some nice rushing touchdowns so it's a young team are they vulnerable maybe you know but Jefferson Forest, I don't know uh, how you feel about this, Ed, but I don't know that they necessarily put together a full four quarters yet. And I think that's going to be the challenge tonight to uh, be there in the fourth with a chance to take the game. And uh, I think win or lose, if they've got that opportunity uh, to compete in the fourth quarter, I think that's a huge step up for them. The Jefferson Forest Cavaliers were on the way to competing in all four quarters as well as they had been last week. And then, well, weather popped in. Um it's been a rough Friday for me at the Virginia Talk Radio Network, Dave, and I'm not going to get into all the details and create a little pity party here in the fast lane, but one thing that brought a smile to my face, a sky that looked a lot more friendly than it did last week. How excited are you for that when, well, weather delays were a theme, including in that aforementioned Jefferson Forest game presented by TrostLaw.com? Boy, uh, last week was kind of a nightmare to produce a television show in when you've got, and you've got all that, uh, when you've got all those deadlines looming, and then uh, we had games still going on as we're hitting air. You know, Amherst County, I don't think finished up until 
uh, close to midnight. It was around 11.45 when that final whistle blew. Uh, driving into work today and seeing blue sky and cooler temperatures, it's finally starting to feel a little bit more like football weather, and, boy, what a relief that was. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, my blood pressure is down a little bit today. So, uh, you know, hopefully it, it's all uphill from here. It should be. We are optimistic that it will be, and we're discussing high school football with WSET's Dave Walls. Joining us in the fast lane, Dave, other matchups to note from the start of Seminole District play that we'll get to in a moment do feature Brookville and Rustburg among the others, uh, but the last one on Heritage at Jefferson Forest, again, our East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show starts at 6.30 on 100.9 FM and virginiatalkradionetwork.com, and that being defense. You expecting this game to be more of a defensive slugfest, if nothing else, if Brad Bradley and Heritage have their way, considering that's how their first two games have gone? That's a great question, you know. Uh, I I think it definitely could be a low-scoring defensive battle here. You know, that was the one thing that did carry Heritage in those early games. And even in the preseason, you know, when when the offense was still trying to figure things out, the defense was already, I thought, in mid-season form where they were getting some stops uh stopping the run was especially strong and then really didn't let up any big pass plays you know the defense you know over the last year or two when the uh when the offense has been finding themselves the defense has been right there to pick up the pace and so uh yeah you know and for jefferson Forest, they've got a, an extremely strong defense too with a shutout win last week uh and they've got the size to be able to match up well with a, with a heritage offense so uh the key is can they contain uh quarterback aiden slash for heritage who you know who's got the uh the dual threat the option working for him he's uh, more than happy to pull the ball down as well as hand it off and also with a decent arm as well so he's definitely um yeah he's definitely going to be a a challenge to contain tonight but uh that's what uh, lies ahead for jefferson forest but if they're able to kind of contain that option a little bit this could definitely be a low scoring matchup it could indeed and we look forward to seeing how that game unfolds with our east coast wings and grill tailgate show in under an hour on our sister station 100.9 fm jf cavalier football presented by trostlaw.com um, to other games going on in the Seminole District as district play gets underway. You referenced it. Rustburg at Brookville. Urgency meter. Higher for Rustburg because this is a chance to really solidify the momentum they've gotten with their undefeated start in non-district play. Or for Brookville, just given that they had a loss. Granted, it doesn't look that bad considering Patrick Henry's good. But they've already got a loss under their belt and would hate to uh, start district play 0-1. I think this is a bigger test well it, it, i'm hesitating to say that but what what i'm thinking is it's a big test for both teams for different reasons right for for brookville like you mentioned that one loss was to a ph team that i've gotten my top five uh extremely strong and they've been racking up win after win uh they've got a roanoke rivalry today against william fleming playing at this hour uh but at the same time rustburg has been able to grind their way through opponents so far and every time Someone has come up and said, ah, that's about as far as this Rustburg team going to go. Uh, they've made believers out of someone. You know, they've uh, they rolled into Appomattox, ground them down for four straight quarters. Uh, and they, they're at a stage they haven't been at in quite some time, still undefeated at this early point of the season. Now they have to prove they can do it at a district level. And 
Uh, Bert Torrance, I don't believe, if I'm wrong on this, forgive me, I don't believe he's ever gotten a win uh, with this Rustburg squad in Brookville before. So uh, certainly that would be another big check mark for him and, and this team uh, to start off the season 4-0. and In fact, I think the last time Rustburg was 4-0, and I think you have to go back to 2016 to that Jack Baker team that made it to the region finals against Stanton River. So uh, both teams have something big to gain here for an early season matchup. There's a lot on the line for both Rustburg and Brookville. That is your ABC 13 WSET game of the week. You surprised that Rustburg starts to this season, or is this something that's been brewing for a while? This is something I, I feel like has been brewing for a while. You know, I think the real key was they've had the they've had the big dogs to carry the ball, but now everybody is playing at a higher level. The offensive line uh, not only knows their assignments, they're able to almost force their will on opposing defenses. You know, they, whereas a, a run play up the middle may get two or three yards la, uh, last year, this year they're getting five to six. Michael Knight, a quarterback, uh, has been – uh, when he is not handing off the ball, he's been able to uh, use some very clever plays and throws. He's been more accurate with his decision-making. Uh, you know, quite frankly, Rustburg's not turning the ball over. Their, uh, their turnover margin has been very, very heavily uh, slanted in their favor. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good things that Rustburg's been, doing, been building here for quite some time. I think it starts with the guys up front and then the players who are, you know, taking some of the relief off the run game. You know, when you're able to have two or three guys who can catch the ball and add up those yards after a catch, you have to respect that, and that takes a little pressure off the run game and open things up for them. So uh, Rustburg's put a lot of nice things together here this year. They have Dave Walls. Always puts nice things together, including a recap of all the action, 11.15 p.m. every Friday night on ABC 13 WSET. Dave, a couple more questions for you, and we're grateful for your time. game that's kind of flying under the radar, Amherst at the LCA Bulldogs. Most people would expect LCA to run and run away and hide from Amherst. That will probably end up being the case. What's your gauge, though, on the Lancers as they start district play with the new head coaching staff? You know, this is a tough one to call because uh, LCA has been a buzzsaw, as we all kind of expected. And Amherst County has done some nice things to get the win. You know, uh, Chris Moore really wanted them to be practicing at a higher level. Uh, to be able to play at a higher level, bringing in, you know, a system that he's used at places like VMI. And he challenges players right off the bat. So if you want to win, this is the level you got to play at. And so far this season, they've been able to do it. This is a huge step up in competition, I think, from their first two opponents. However, you know, this is a team that's perfectly capable uh, with uh, Trace Liggins at quarterback. Uh, you know, he's got a, a strong arm and also uh, speedy with the legs uh, to be able to do it. The question is, can Amherst contain the both offensive and defensive lines of LCA who have uh, been winning the battle of the trenches consistently and then also on defense? Can you stop Gideon Davidson? I mean, Salem wasn't able to do it. Franklin County wasn't able to do it. Uh, and really, that's the big challenge. If you can contain, you're not going to stop, but if you can contain and give yourself a chance to win – that's that that is the victory right there you have to you have to slow him down because if he starts rattling off a couple big runs and you find yourself down two three touchdowns at the half that's a hard hill to climb up late so uh containment is key here and you know just stay the course if you, if you win that battle of the trenches give yourself a chance to win in the second half anything's possible but it's certainly a, a tough tough uh, assignment tonight it is 
What's not tough is getting the insight from Dave Walls of ABC 13 WSET. He shares it regularly, including just now here in the Fast Lane. Dave, thank you much for your time and perspective. We always appreciate it. Good luck on the sideline and uh, take a deep breath to inhale and enjoy the much cooler, crisper air than uh, last week's mess. I'm going to be dry tonight, so it's, it's got to be fine. So, uh, y'all enjoy the game, too. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Indeed. Dave Walls, ABC 13 WSET. There is other action taking place this Friday evening. That coming up next after we keep receipts on what happened last week. All of that's still to come. Picks galore and a uh, chance for you to laugh at what we're about to say and where things might go wrong. This is the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.